Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hi all, welcome to another episode of Shape of Work podcast. Joining us today, we have Deepak Agarwal, the founder and the CEO of Auric. Hi Deepak, how are you today? Hey Ankita, doing very well. Thank you so much. Hope you're doing good. Very good. Thank you so much for asking. So Deepak, you know, we, including our listeners, we have so much to ask you and so much to know from you. So if you are ready, can we start? Absolutely. Let's go. Great. So to start with, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your career journey till now? Sure, absolutely. So hey, everyone, this is Deepak Agarwal. By education, I'm a chemical engineer from IIT Delhi. And then I spent about nine years working with Unilever across India, Switzerland and Singapore across multiple categories of hair care, skin care, soaps and ice creams and then decided to leave levers by the end of 2017 to start Auric in 2018 and with Auric I'm trying to bring Ayurveda to the daily lifestyle of millennial that has kept me busy for the last four years and that is what I do every single day for living as well as for my passion. So it's been four years you have invested in Auric and this, do you think this is something where you want to stick and just be on this for next couple of months? more years? Oh, absolutely. I guess for any entrepreneur, the purpose of starting a business needs to be very clear from day one and that purpose keeps you alive every single day. And for me, that purpose was very well established a decade back when I had a backbone fracture in a soccer match. That actually led me towards physiotherapy and when physiotherapy did not help me, I turned towards yoga. Five years of yoga made me realize that yoga actually works. So I thought if yoga works, maybe Ayurveda should also work and that's how my tryst with Ayurveda started. Uh And since then, it has been my purpose to bring ancient wisdom in the realm of uh, millennials I get attracted to that millennial as simple as that and that is what I keeps me alive every single day wow that's so great to know that you're trying to get such a change and I think to a certain extent we listeners also believe that obviously our ancestors what they believe and what kind of a lifestyle they used to have believing in Ayurveda will definitely make some kind of a difference and our lifestyle has so much changed with terms of adopting a different culture a new life style which is definitely not a very healthy way of living so i'm sure auric can make a difference good luck to you and hoping for the best thank you so much so also deepak uh, you know there has been a lot of new trends in uh, terms of how and where works get done so what trends you think will be significant for businesses in the long term so there are a couple of trends both from a business perspective as well as from the perspective of how work gets done from a mm-hmm. business perspective one of the interesting trend is that pre-covid wellness was silver and beauty was gold people would always consider things that is going to make them look good versus things that is going to make them feel good while after COVID the things have reversed pretty much I see that wellness is on the top of the mind of everyone it is now at the pole position with beauty and people want to look good and feel good at the same time that is a very important trend because that impacts the way you buy products it impacts the way you look towards services and it impacts the way you want to take care of your own lifestyle and these three important aspects has been the latest trend that has accelerated the need to look good and feel good at the same time in a very short span of time that is i think one trend that is going to continue for a long period of time from a business perspective correct 
And Deepak, you know, it has it is believed that remote work lets you adapt your work around your life. But there are always, you know, two sides of the coin. So what is it that you feel are some of the major blockers while working remotely? So as far as the topic of working remotely is concerned, I think the answer is different for each individual, each company, as well as each industry. So it's very difficult to put everyone in the same bucket. Let me take the example of first industry, which is uh, FMCG or the consumer goods industry. Now, I personally believe wherever a physical product is involved, that physical product requires on-site presence, whether it is during manufacturing or during packing or during shipping. And it is very fair to ask the entire organization to not work remotely when there are certain sections of the organization who cannot work remotely. And therefore, in a physical product company, I personally believe that it is important that as much as possible, the entire team is working together. And that is something that I personally believe from an industry perspective. Now, if I come to an individual, which is for Deepak Agarwal, for me, the division between work and life helps a lot. And therefore, for me, working from office helps me boost my productivity, my efficiency. And I always prefer to do a lot of my thinking. I always prefer to do a lot of my execution from office rather than doing from home, Home. which is why Mm -hmm. I personally believe that your work and home should be as near to each other as possible so that you're not wasting your time in transit and you can be quickly disconnecting yourself from the work or disconnecting yourself from mm-hmm. your personal life as much as possible. That is what is my mantra. Okay. But as I said in my first sentence that for each one, it's a different story and it's a different experience altogether. Right. But if at all someone is working remotely, let's say someone is sitting home and working, what do you think? What challenges that one person can face on day to day basis? Or rather, do you think it will be a healthy work style or you think the productivity will not be as good as working from office? So let me answer it from two ways. One way is if you are living in a place which is 60 minutes, 90 minutes or even two hours away from from your work location, then of course, working from home can help you save on that time and energy that goes in traveling every day to the office. And which is why sometimes due to reasons very personal to someone you cannot take a residential location closer to the office it becomes very difficult as a person I've always kept a radius of 45 minutes that I don't travel more than 45 minutes one side at all in my last 15 years of career I've never done that and I tend to keep it that way so that is I think one challenge or one benefit of working from home the second one is when you're working from home sometimes the work-life balance gets converted into work-life integration which can be good for few people which can be bad for few people when you're doing a lot of thinking work you don't want any distractions you don't want that you are distracted from your personal life but at the same time when you are in the middle of some personal work you don't want your work to get integrated in between i think the challenges is primarily how good you are in segregating your work and life which in my opinion is pretty important because the moment you are integrating the both of those things together Hmm. i think the efficiency and the productivity at least for me takes a hit you Hmm. are distracted and you are not able to do the deeper thinking work which i think requires a lot more focus a lot more dedication and a lot more commitment True, bro. I think, yeah, you're right. Makes sense so much. Okay. And moving on. So we also would like to know, what do you see as the biggest changes in expectations? What are employees consciously or not demanding to see in their jobs these days? 
one thing on the same topic a lot of people that i interview they mm-hmm. ask up front how many days uh, is he or she supposed to work from office right. and that is definitely one change that i am seeing after covid that people have got comfortable working from home mm-hmm. and they really don't want to work from office and again to each to its own but at the same time each company can define what is right for them and hence it may or may not be a blocker for them mm-hmm. i personally believe that the relationships when you are working in a team are made organically very well if you are working yeah. in person rather than when you are working remotely otherwise the relationships are pretty much at a surface level and very transactional relationship right so that is one expectation that i am seeing has changed a lot in the last 12 to 18 months the second one is also the fact that the place of work the location of work is extremely important for people that i have seen more and more being important so sometimes if you are not part of a large corporate location then for people it becomes very difficult to travel to locations which are away from the general norms because people have generally taken you know their residence in a particular place keeping in mind that this is the most common place where people are working or hiring and therefore if you tend to take a location which is far away from public transport far away from the normal locations of work then it becomes difficult to hire these are the two things where i have seen a lot more candidates asking even before coming to the interview mm-hmm. that if this is possible then great if this is not possible then let's not even waste anyone's time right right yeah i think you are absolutely right we this is something which is you know people are very open about i think modi also mentioned somewhere in one of the speech where work from home should be a daily new norm where that is the reason i think people are getting very comfortable and these two years of covid is something which has made everyone so comfortable working from home and i think everyone now demands the same thing despite of how productive it's going to be or no absolutely So Auric I'm sure it is not a permanent work from home culture right Correct so we do not encourage work from home right. and we prefer people who are open to working from office only and that is why right. we make it clear on day 1 right. so that uh, they are coming to the right culture and the right team Makes sense yes yes absolutely So talking about culture Deepak I think recognition is one of the best ways to build and demonstrate a company's culture According to you what could be an effective way companies can adapt internally to make the reward and recognition function more efficient okay so yes you are absolutely correct that appreciation whether in the form of kind or in the form of uh, words is one of the most effective way to increase the motivation of people working within an organization at the same time i think it is extremely important that today's employees are really smart that they know what appreciation really comes from bottom of the heart and what appreciation is only at a surface level so it is very important from an employer perspective that any appreciation should have a deeper meaning attached to it and appreciation that happens too frequently too regularly can actually make the importance of appreciation lose its glamour lose its charm so it's important that people are not only respecting the appreciation but it is also important that people are looking forward to getting appreciated in the form of rewards and recognition and that for me is uh, very important because if you are just bringing out a rewards and recognition policy without actually meaning anything about it it is not going to serve its purpose secondly when you are always having a reward and recognition in the form of a kind which can be a cash reward or a gift then that slowly and slowly becomes part of the norm mm-hmm. ki ye to banta hi hai ye to milna hi hai right. isse zyada kya hoga wo bataiye and that is a problem because when something becomes part of a norm then it becomes an average and the moment it becomes average people have lost charm of it Correct. and therefore now you need to exceed that expectation mm-hmm. that 
that for me is extremely important so if you are keeping in mind these two things that a appreciation is coming from bottom of the heart and it is not a surface level appreciation it is being adequately balanced in terms of who really deserves at what frequency and number 3 it is adequately balanced between the words and the kind rewards right. i think these are the three factors which is going to make a effective reward and recognition policy for any employer okay all right yeah makes sense yeah deepak in auric do you think you know these appreciations do you have such culture where or not only specifically auric i'm talking in general terms do you think we we should have awards and rewards like employee of the month or we should have it quarterly what's your idea on setting up the rewards section so to be honest at this moment in auric we do not have a defined reward and recognition policy we mm-hmm. do not have something like an employee of the month of course this is something that we should be gearing up very soon given that how we have grown in the last 3 years and given that how our employee headcount is now crossing 30 35 people we mm-hmm. should be looking at uh, more seriously given the fact that as the employees grow the need to do this formal reward and recognition is going to grow as well so from that perspective auric is not doing it but we would love to do it very soon as simple as that yeah. to answer to your second question what makes an effective reward and recognition policy as i answered in the previous question a deeper intent the right balance of frequency yeah. and the right balance of cash versus non cash reward is the right way to define a reward and recognition policy right right yeah, absolutely very well said thank you thank you for giving so much detailed answer of all what we wanted to listen from you unfortunately we are running out of time so i have to stop this here but if at all my listeners want to reach out to you deepak is linkedin the right place oh absolutely uh, i am on linkedin i am also on my email id deepak.agarwal@theorec.com so people can feel free to reach out to me and i would be happy to answer any questions that they might have that's great deepak thank you so much for giving your inputs and thank you so much for giving your valuable time to us i think it's time to say bye but let's stay in touch thank you so much thanks angita take care have a good day take care you too bye bye